0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. This is episode number 41, the Alvin Kamara episode. But no, Alvin Kamara is not a guest on the show. Uh, He's busy playing football. How about my Saints? Uh, I'm going to do a a shorter episode but a solo podcast. haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, I do have some great guests uh, lined up that I'm very excited for. Um, and you should be too, um, I will probably have, this is going to go out on Monday, September 27th, I'll probably have another podcast this week uh, with a guest uh, in the next few days, and then uh, hopefully back to a kind of normal uh, once a week schedule, for now, we'll see, it's still a work in progress, even 41 episodes in. So hey, I appreciate you listening, and I thank you. And again, stay tuned. Got some exciting guests. Make sure you subscribe so that you uh, know when those come out. Um, so I, I had a, a, I did want to talk about. I had a few uh, interesting things going on. Um, I, I went to uh, those who know me know I actually worked for the Tampa Bay Rays for five seasons uh from two thousand five through two thousand nine. Um had some great experiences. You know, I, I got an American League Championship ring in two thousand eight that was stolen in two thousand eleven, I think, from my house. So that was never found and not cool. Um but hey, it is what it is. But uh a good friend of mine had uh seats To the Rays club, so I ended up going to two games there, and then I took my son. Somehow, I've never taken him to a Rays game. I thought I had. He has terrible memory, so it's possible that I had. Uh, But he says he's never gone. And his he had a a school night here locally where you could buy tickets, and they were good seats on the first baseline, Uh, good seats. And it just so happened. That the Rays clinched the division on the night that was that school night. So, James and I got to, to see the division clinch, uh, clinching game. So, that was fun. Uh, and uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, you should. You can look at pictures and I have a video of the, the clinching out. It was a fun atmosphere that Chop Field gets shit on by so many people. It's really fun place to watch a baseball game. Uh, it's much better in the Rays Club where there's unlimited food and drink. Doesn't help uh, someone who is trying to lose weight, but does help someone who's trying to not spend tons of money because, uh, yeah, I definitely get my money's worth of those free drinks until the end of the seventh inning when they cannot serve alcohol anymore. Uh, also shout out coppertail has a has a uh a vending booth in Tropicana Field uh, so got to enjoy a couple unholies uh on Saturday during the game that's always fun shout out coppertail um so uh, so it was fun i got to take games of the game he he seemed to l- start getting a little bit bored when it was Nothing, nothing, and one, nothing until the Rays started scoring. Uh, once that happened, he, he seemed to get into it. And uh, you can, again, go go watch the video. You see him screaming along at the end of the game uh, as the Rays clinch the ale east. So fun, special, uh, special father-son moment. Uh, earlier in the week, I picked him up from school, and he, he hopped in the car, and I uh, told him to hand me his lunchbox, uh, mainly so I could put it in the front seat so it didn't get forgotten in the car overnight. Uh, so I uh, took his lunchbox. I felt it was, wasn't was empty. So I'm like, oh, you didn't get to eat all your lunch? He said, no, I didn't eat my applesauce because I was laughing too hard. My friend Everett, he's the second funniest kid, uh, second funniest person I've ever met. I'm like, well, who's number one? And he said, well, you. So... I uh I told him I'll I'll have to put that in my bio that uh according to uh according to my son I am the funniest person on the planet. So that makes uh that makes one person. Who thinks that? So uh another fun thing and this might be a section uh of the podcast that I would recommend, uh, a therapist not listen to unless they just can enjoy it and not try to, uh, you know, be concerned about it, <laughs> but, uh, I, I mentioned, and the only time I know for sure that I mentioned, um, this relationship I have with myself was in episode three with Frank King, um but i have a a bruce banner uh hulk type relationship with myself and uh starting years ago i made a a, a decision to start recording myself when i remembered when i was blacked out drunk and Oftentimes, I ended up referring to, I ended up talking to myself and uh, I was not very nice and I definitely referred to myself like I was another person. I actually did, there's a YouTube video I did on the of Pass incident and I remember re-watching it. Uh, the whole premise of that bit was I introduced the topic sober, I did all the investigation while drunk and then... I capped it off sober, but I had to watch my drunk portion to even kind of remember everything I went through, and at certain points I said, I'll let the smart guy clear that up, or or this, that, the other, Um, but I clearly referred to myself when I was drunk, I referred to myself uh, as like a different person, so again, that's kind of where the, the, if you're familiar with Marvel or, you know, The Incredible Hulk, which you're not, I don't know what rock you, you live under if you don't know the, the big green monster, but he's a he's a professor professor. Ugh, I'm not a, a wordsmith anyways, here's an example just a few seconds of a video I took and sent to myself in 2018, I'll play it and hopefully it's loud enough checking you out fuck you Jeffrey have a good day tomorrow so not the nicest guy, saying, fuck you, Jeffrey. Uh, you know, again, arguably not the healthiest uh, thing in the world. But anyways, Friday, I went to the, the Rays game and had a bunch of free drinks. And uh, when I ended up at home, I uh, do not remember this, but I discovered this video. And I'll play it. I probably shouldn't, but I'll play it from uh, from... I don't know when the hell this, you know, was as far as time wise, but uh, Friday night thereabouts that I discovered Saturday, and uh, had a little different tone to it. Jerry, okay. this is going to become a very important message to you. Today is uh, September late September 20-somethingth almost October 1st but not quite 2021 Jeffrey the message is you're gonna lose 50 pounds you're going to cut this down to his bone. I'm referring to my hair. We'll both be thankful for that. And, uh, we're gonna wreck some shit. <laughs> yeah. You still got it in you. You just gotta get it out pounds. And a little bit of clipper. Wreck shit. We got this. So, quite a different tone uh, to myself. It was encouragement uh, to lose, and I don't know how, how loud that ended up playing because I seem to have been whispering at that point, but I again. I frankly don't even remember recording that. That's the joy of blackouts. You don't have to remember. Uh, but hey, it's probably a good sign. It seems like my Hulk is, is kind of finding peace with, uh, with, with, with me. Uh, and I guess I, I, I've only had a few drinks currently, so I guess I'm, uh, currently still in the part that identifies as Jeffrey and not the, uh, the blackout, uh, the blackout king. So hey, seems like a good sign. Maybe coming to coming to grips with myself. Maybe we're both on the same page a little bit as far as uh, dropping a few pounds. I'm not particularly sure why that was. Uh, that's that's that has been a thing. I did do remember writing myself a letter uh, once. To I was sober and I wrote a letter to drunk me saying not to order uber eats because the only thing opens mcdonald's and wawa and it may taste delicious tonight but it'll be it's terrible for you just go to sleep um i don't think that particularly worked but i mean i've i i I had the idea um but uh so hey maybe uh maybe maybe now that things are on the same page I, i even talked about it uh with uh, Jonathan McLernan, I talked about uh, having to be in the right mental state. Well, maybe, maybe now I am. Maybe uh, uh, as uh, as Bobby said, maybe I'm uh, like a Hulk in Endgame, and I've can merge the two. Uh, not sure if that entirely works because I don't know whether I'd be drunk all the time or uh, or or sober, but act drunk. I, you know, but those are semantics. I I don't think that's that's really the uh, the heart of the uh, the argument here. So no, the the other thing I got to mention about the Rays games, by the way, I uh, I I again, if you follow me on the socials, you know I gave myself a ridiculous haircut. I had a, a afro basically, and uh, it's basically got turned into a mullet because I was really getting annoyed with the hair on the side of my head's getting. Over my ears and stuff like that. Just was driving me insane. So basically gave myself a mullet. And I, I also committed uh, to being Kenny Powers for Halloween. Um, Danny McBride's character from Eastbound and Down. Who frankly everyone should at least know what he looks like. But regardless. Uh, I have a Kenny Powers jersey I got for that Halloween costume. So I decided uh, to wear that. The Myrtle Beach Mermen. Which is a light blue and dark blue jersey, so it is actually raised colors. So I wore that to Tropicana Field, and I I I learned that was a bad idea because you know it's a uh, it, you got to commit to the bit. So I mean I I committed to the bit by giving myself this ridiculous haircut and then said I'll keep it for another a uh, little more than a month still until Halloween, just for this just for this Halloween costume that. Frankly, everyone who knows me is going to have seen me with this haircut, so it's not even going to be that special. But at this point, again, I I committed to the bit. I'm in. But when you go out with a Kenny Powers jersey and the haircut, you are going to have strangers taking pictures of you. You're going to have people asking you to act like Kenny Powers. Um, I'll be honest, I was a little too sober when I uh, showed up at that game in the very first person who uh, interacted with me? Kenny Powers is a very bombastic, over-the-top character who's loud and obnoxious and very dumb. Uh, so, <laughs> t- took took a few beverages to get where I could give the people what they wanted. Uh, but uh, hey, you know, I wore it out there. Got to got to commit to the bit. Got to do it. So I've got... I teased this, and I thought this would be good to talk about in a solo episode. Uh, I, I promised uh, I would talk about the frogs who have been attempting to murder me. Uh, so I will get into that after the break. Also have a fan question, and I've got, a, got to talk about... I know it was a bigger thing a couple years ago, but the chicken sandwich uh, debate discussion... Uh, I've got some ideas that that recently uh, came into my head because I had a few of these recently. So I'll touch on all that after this quick word from my sponsors. Right. So, I had uh, had to just chime in on the the chicken sandwich uh, debate. Came a big thing when Popeyes came out with their chicken sandwich, which I had declared to you know people, friends and family that I knew that Popeyes was by far and away the best chicken sandwich that you could get fast food restaurant. And uh, I stood by that, and uh, I have not had Popeyes in quite a while, and uh, KFC came out with their chicken sandwich, and the commercials, you know, got me, got me. So I tried it, and uh, my children both also adore the KFC chicken sandwich, and uh, so... I thought, you know, I got to go back, I got to have Popeyes, compare them. Now, maybe it was just a bad Popeyes, and I got, you know, just smaller cuts of meat, whatever it was. I got to say, just going off memory, I didn't eat them on the same day, so, you know, there's variables, but I got to give KFC the nod over Popeyes. And frankly, what I think I actually would love to do is just do a blind taste test, get you know chick-fil-a popeyes kfc mcdonald's has a chicken sandwich that's not nearly as meaty as kfc or popeyes any and any other places give me suggestions so if you have ideas um i don't think i'll do it on the podcast but uh maybe i'll record it and edit out the parts of me just chewing and uh you know take a take a bite of each sandwich uh that's probably not a good plan for someone trying to lose weight, but, you know, I, I think I've got a good opinion on these things, so we'll see. Nothing, a, a fat person should be trusted when it comes to judging food, right? Probably? Maybe? I don't know. Um, all right, so I had another incident recently where a frog attempted to murder me uh, as you may or may not know, I am petrified of frogs, they are disgusting, vile creatures that have no purpose on this earth, and don't try to tell me that there is a purpose for them, because I will not hear of it, they do nothing that lizards or geckos cannot accomplish, uh, frogs are just vile, disgusting creatures that should be exterminated from this planet, so, Uh, The most recent incident was probably an incident, and it it could have killed me if this happened in different circumstances. I was driving home, and all of a sudden I see something crawling up my window inside the car, and uh, sure enough, it was a frog. uh, Two, three inches, whatever, eight inches, I don't know, away from my face. Uh, crawling up the window. Now, luckily, there were no cars uh, next to me because I definitely lost control of my lane for a little bit. Uh, And I pulled over to the side of the road and uh, on a a side road, of course, not a busy road. And, uh, you know, the frog had crawled to the top of the window, which made me think, okay, there's two actions that it can take when I roll down this window or hit the button to make the window go down it will either jump on my face or it'll jump out of the window. And uh, I had to prepare myself because I did all of the, I thought about opening the door, uh, you know, instead of rolling down the window, I did all the calculus in my head real quick because obviously the longer I sit here, the more chance that it decides it's not gonna get out the window, let's find another path. And, uh, uh, Fortunately for the frog and myself, it when I rolled down the window, it did crawl out of the window and jump out onto the street. I tried to whip a three point turn to run it over, but I failed. Um, it hopped into someone's lawn before I was able to get to it. Uh, so it survived, uh, and I survived the uh, the murder attempt. Uh, But this has been a theme. This has been, they've been coming after me for. Quite a while, uh, and and I'm I'm sick of it. I mean, they 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 basically declared war on Jeffrey. Uh, maybe this is why the Hulk is now you know combining forces with me because we've got to we've got to join forces like the Avengers to to fight the frogs uh, and their their murder efforts. Uh, I I think there's no other explanation. So, no therapy needed. I've got this. But no, the, the 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 prior two assaults came in my home, uh, and I know the reason why uh, these happened, and it was fixed. It was a little piece of plastic, white plastic, that everyone has in their yard somewhere that has something to do with the pipes and all that stuff. I don't even know the word, but mine was cracked and broken, which allowed animals uh, or two frogs to get through. Uh, one happened on a night I was very intoxicated and uh, I had fallen asleep on my couch and I went upstairs to go to bed and before I, I decided I'd, you know, pee and uh, there was a frog inside my toilet uh, and uh, it uh, it attacked. I, I made a, a split-second decision to try peeing at it. Uh, hoping that it would, you know, stun it or something. And I, I don't know if I missed or it just quickly jumped out of the toilet when I did that, which made my response a little more difficult because I had to shut off the, the faucet, so to speak, which, uh, is, is not that easy to do, uh, at any age, but especially someone, you know, this was a few years ago, but I was still in my thirties. Um, so yeah, the frog jumped from inside the toilet to on the toilet seat, and then uh, jumped on me, and uh, quickly jumped off. And it let out this vicious scream, this high-pitched, just ah noise. And uh, uh, I, I later found out that was probably me who made that noise. And uh, it hopped. I, I, had, I had nothing to, I, you know, I was unarmed. I had, I had no ideas, nothing to do. It hopped into uh, uh, my uh, bathrooms connected to the master closet. It hopped into my closet, and I literally was sitting there thinking, okay, what do I have? I can just set this closet on fire to exterminate this frog. Uh, and uh, fortunately, I didn't have anything to start a fire with, within arm's reach because the number one rule at that point is you cannot let this thing out of your sight because you look away at hops someplace else then you just burn the whole house down I just was going to burn down my master closet fortunately I had mouthwash in uh in arm's reach probably something my ex-wife bought because I don't use mouthwash but regardless uh I remembered something from a uh book that I read as a child, a small child, that frogs absorbed liquid like through their skin. So I knew there was some alcohol and mouthwash, and I thought, let's just splash a little bit on this froggy. And uh, sure enough, did not die, but it got knocked out for a bit. Um, Was able to scoop it into a cup, throw it into the backyard, uh, it was, I think, conscious by time it got to the backyard. So I do believe that frog lived. It just probably had a little froggy hangover. Um, not too vicious of a crime, but the real criminal offense. Uh, I would argue this is the worst one, and I still am scarred from this. And I don't mean mentally. I mean physically scarred from this encounter with a frog. This happened, I want to say, March of 2020. It's the worst thing that happened in March of 2020, right? I can't think of anything else. Uh, And I had given myself a haircut, which just is a, that really has nothing to do with the story. Um, But I was getting a shower, completely sober. My children were in the house, uh, getting a shower. And as I turn off the water, I'm getting my towel to dry off. And I see something peeking out of the drain. And I immediately start screaming, no, no, no. And sure enough, a frog creeps on out of the drain in the shower with me. So, wearing just a towel, I hop out of the shower as gracefully as I could. And I'm screaming every curse word and expletive and just screaming insane my children uh my son just ignores me my daughter later told me she thought someone broke in to my bathroom while I was somehow during a shower not really sure her logic uh since there's like a uh, a very very tiny window uh so that's on the second story so that would have been quite a creative uh Home invasion. Uh, Not really suggested because you'd probably get stuck, which would probably not not lead to good things for you. Uh, But no, this frog hopped out. I tried the same trick. I was in the bathroom again, the place of the most recent attack. So I uh, I tried mouthwash, and uh, this slippery little dick. This thing hopped out. It was like fucking Keanu Reeves in The Matrix avoiding bullets. This thing was unbreakable. The only great thing was I had cut my hair upstairs and I had a broom upstairs already. So this thing hops out of my bathroom into my bedroom and I go to lunge to chase after it. Except for I had dumped a bunch of mouthwash on the floor trying to kill the frog or Drunken the Frog, and instead I slipped and smashed my leg. And I still have a scar on my shin from the uh, massive uh, cut uh, that I gave myself on the bathroom floor uh, from landing very very awkwardly and poorly. Uh, fortunately, by then, one of my children... Uh, had brought me the broom from a couple rooms over and I hit that thing with a broom and threw a cup, like one of those stadium cups. I I keep those in every bathroom in the house. I have one. Like you never know when you're going to need it, I figure. I don't really know that there's a lot of logic, but it seemed to work out for me. So I put the cup on top of it and then the frog started jumping and the cup was moving across my floor. So I put a book on top of the cup to make sure that this frog would stay put. Uh, Then I realized I had to figure out a way to get the frog out of the house. And uh, I offered my children $20. Now look, I'm afraid of frogs. I told them that's the one animal they can't be afraid of. And maybe I set a bad example, but for $20 they would not scoop up You know, with something on the bottom to make sure the frog doesn't escape, they would not scoop up this cup and take it outside. So naturally, me, a 250-pound, uh, 30, what was I, 33-year-old man, uh, I had to call my big sister to, uh, to come and, uh, handle frog removal from my house, uh, So, maybe not my finest moment as far as, like, you know, being a man. But, also, to my credit, I was the bigger man, and I did not kill these frogs. I mean, I could have killed any of these three frogs, but all three of them lived. Arguably, I tried to kill all three frogs, but the end result is, they all lived. Uh, this frog was still well alive when, uh... My sister, Regina, came over and uh, scooped it, you know, with a, a cardboard bottom to, to make sure this frog didn't escape and, and threw it outside. Um, so that's three murder attempts from frogs within the past two years. Uh, you know, it, it's, look, it's shit's like horror movie shit. You get, you crawling out of a fucking shower drain. I understand, you know, in nature you're going to encounter them, uh, but enough's enough. Let's let's all get on the uh, anti-frog uh, agenda here. I mean, you know, I don't I, I don't care where you stand on COVID vaccination, but I do care if you defend these evil amphibians uh, that come after me so frequently. You know, I have children. Come on. They can't. They're, they're, they're going to leave my children without a father. These frogs are vicious. They're evil. They're the evil amphibians. And uh, the Hulk and I are going to take them out. Uh, although, again, they've they've attempted three times, and uh, I haven't taken out any of them. I've just removed them from my home and vehicle. So, I don't know. I guess I'm like a, a PETA member at heart. <laughs> I don't think PETA would love this podcast talking about chicken sandwiches and and hoping that frogs get exterminated from the face of the planet so i had a quick fan question i need to pull up i think i remember it mostly but just uh okay no pretty simple fan question what episode of the podcast were you the most drunk uh, good question. I need to pull up my episode list. And I can tell you. All right. This isn't the winner. But episode 28 with Mark Anderson. I had had a late night and we recorded that, I want to say like at noon on Saturday. And I had had a late night like 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m., one of those kind of late nights, so I kind of still was drunk when I woke up, I had a cup of coffee, and then I poured myself a drink for that podcast, so that one was up there, Uh, like not, maybe not blood alcohol content wise, but it was certainly up there, Uh, good episode though, I think. Um, honorable mention's got to be Mark Rodriguez, episode 16. He's my buddy who was at my house when we did it. Started off sober, but uh, we took a break, and I was drinking the whole time, and it was a long podcast, so I seem to recall being pretty in the bag by the end. But I think the winner is going to be episode 13, Nicole Coleman and me. She was She's a, an empath and uh, a very sweet lady. Um, and I'll be honest, I was doing a little traveling that day and, uh, started drinking as one does when they travel. I was not operating any machinery, of course. Uh, and, uh, I don't know that one does that when they travel, but I certainly do. (laughs) So I had been drinking for, oh, five hours or so before that episode started. And, uh, that was about a two hour episode, so... I'll be quite honest, I don't remember. Uh, I Well, let me clarify. I've said this before about podcasts. They're almost like blackouts to me, and not because I'm drunk, but because there's, a, there's some adrenaline that goes into it. And then once you've said what you said, or you've had that conversation, whatever, uh, you know, you might remember this and that. And frankly, I don't listen to my own podcast, so, uh, uh, you know... To make up for that, you should all tell at least two friends that they should listen to my podcast. So I get those listens that I'm missing out on. Uh, but uh, so I, I would say when I've had people ask me about specific things on podcast episodes and I cannot remember uh, them just because it's, you know, just maybe it's just the way I am. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's normal for everyone who has a podcast uh but that episode with Nicole Coleman I think I was probably blackout drunk for at least the last half of it um not that it's not a good episode cuz I I think it was uh I've had people tell me they couldn't tell I was that drunk so I I hit it well uh, <laughs> but that was that probably takes the cake um probably the only one that I was Definitely drunk before I even started recording. Um, Honorable Venture would be my guest spot uh, when I went on Drunk Boys Basement podcast because I had just recorded at least one, if not two, other podcasts before that, so I'd been drinking for hours. Uh, so those poor, poor young men from Utah got to got to hear a some drunk, drunk ass version of me. Uh, but you know they hopefully enjoyed themselves. So that answers the question. Thanks for sending them and always feel free to send. I, I, I'm I going to be honest, I've missed a few that have been sent in because I usually try to make my intro and outros in podcast episodes pretty short and then try to figure I'd save these for longer episodes uh, or I mean solo episodes and uh, I just haven't haven't Done many uh, solo episodes recently. I think it's been a couple months. So, anyways, the uh, the Saints are two and one. Go Saints! Uh, James is beating me by. Uh, we have different Monday night football picks, but it's either going to be three or five games already. He's going to be up on me in the uh, in our picks. So that's fun. Uh, that's about it. That's all I have for you. I'll give you, um, I'll give you two quick recommendations if you'd like them, because I said I'd give recommendations, and then I I really just never did. Uh, I have not read the sequel to my good friend R.J. Sundeen's uh, first novel, Ripples, R-I-P-P-L-E-S, uh, but I highly recommend his thriller novel, Ripples, uh, for, uh, Reading That is the first, and then, I did not realize, a couple months ago, I believe, he put out the sequel, so soon I will be uh, traveling to him and uh, getting my copy of the sequel, which is The Lake, so, uh, and it, I'm not sure, I know it's the second book, I'm not sure if it's a prequel or a sequel, uh, but it is book two. So read Ripples first. Highly recommend. You can get it on rjsundene.com. Uh, S-U-N-D-E-A. And shout out to RJ. Uh, I, I, just from reading Ripples, I would guarantee that I would also recommend The Lake. Um, but if it sucks, full disclosure, I haven't read it yet. And uh, also, <laughs> also, I will uh, say there was a stand-up special that came out on YouTube, uh, from Sam Talent, and it is called Waiting for Death to Claim Us, very funny, uh, you can buy it on YouTube, very funny, uh, stand-up special, uh, very interesting, um, how it was filmed, uh, uh and it was uh i'll 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 let you go watch it uh and uh maybe i'll maybe i'll talk to him in the future he of course i recommended his book running the light uh in probably one of my first podcast episodes just an awesome book about a fiction book about a stand-up comedian and all the debauchery he gets in during one week on the road uh very very uh entertaining book and uh you know, I, uh, I, a lot, I'll be honest, when I read it, I, I thought, boy, it's really good that I had kids at a young age, because if, if left to my own devices, and I ended up doing stand-up comedy, and I was a traveling comic, I would very possibly end up very similarly to this gentleman uh, in the book, so kind of a, a cautionary tale, uh, and I think, Uh, not to speak for him, but I think he also views it that way, as uh, uh, what he maybe feared could happen when he started doing stand-up, but uh, I think it was his first special, or this, the one I mentioned is his first special, uh, Funny Guy, and uh, I'll recommend that, as well as RJ's uh, two fun novels. All right, that'll do it. I will most likely... Have an episode with a guest coming out in a few days. Uh, I should. Uh, I don't think I'll get any more messages from the Hulk between now and then. Um, probably need to think of a better name for Blackout Jeff. Um, I don't recommend BJ. I get it, but don't you know? I'm, I'm something more clever than that. So, if you have any suggestions on that, let me know. Uh, It could just be... Well, uh, it's not bizarro, Jeff. That wouldn't work. Because I don't think I'm the antithesis of me. Or the opposite. I'm just a different version of myself that doesn't apparently uh, think I'm the same person. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to reach out to me. Please reach out to me. Ask me questions. Uh, You know. Send me guest recommendations. Uh, You know, I'll start reaching out to to people you want me to reach out to, even. I don't care. Um, th- th- what else? Follow me on Twitter. Follow the Facebook page, uh, Instagram, Twitter, the same thing, at St. J. Mac. Uh, you can go on my website, contact me, jeffmacolino.com. It's spelled the same way as Jeff Macalino is spelled in the, uh, ti- in the uh, title of this podcast that you're listening to right now. So it shouldn't be hard. It's jeffmacalino.com. And uh, hey, subscribe and share. And if you have an Apple, give me a five-star rating. If you have an iPhone, just scroll down to the bottom of the uh, of the page and uh, click the five stars. If you want to write a review, that's great. But if you just want to click the five stars, that's great too. Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten a uh, a written review. Thinking about doing some sort of giveaway. Uh, I don't really have much to give away, so maybe I'll just say like you know five dollar Venmo or random person five dollars. Something like that for a five-star review. I don't know. Is that, is that illegal? Am I going to go to podcast jail? I don't know how that works. I don't know that there is a podcast jail now that I think about it. Uh, although if there is, I bet there's some cool-ass people that hang out there. So come visit uh, Come visit me in, in podcast prison. All right. Thanks so much. Tell a friend. Uh, yeah, I I don't know how to how to wrap things up. So, peace out. Go Saints.